0: You're listening to the Free Oromia podcast, dedicated to amplifying the voices of freedom. Thanks for tuning in to the Free Oromia podcast. Visit our website at freeoromia.org. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Team Free Oromia. And like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash teamfreeoromia. You can also give us a call on the free Oromia podcast hotline at 430 755 0727 and leave us a voicemail asking us questions or giving us your feedback. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Hello, listeners. This is Jal Hawi here to share with you our scheduling plans for the next few episodes before we jump into episode 16 uh, episode 16 is a continuation of episode 15 independent media and investigative journalism as you all know the conditions in Oromia have gotten so worse and we want to discuss those uh, the hunger strike and the Oromo yellow movement um, on our next episode after this we will be re- releasing that episode on february 18th um, also please if you haven't got an opportunity to um, see what's happening, uh, look for the hashtag Oromo Yellow Movement, hashtag starving for justice, hashtag FreedomAll, um also hashtag Oromoprotest, or you can go to oromoprotest.org or Oromoprotest IG page to find more information. But um, just to give you a snapshot, on January 27th, approximately 100 individuals were arrested for wearing yellow. Uh, They chose the color yellow because um, prison jumpsuits in Ethiopia are yellow, and uh, they were arrested on January 27th, but uh, thankfully they were released on the 30th. But the harassment of people wearing yellow and peacefully protesting in Ethiopia has uh, continued. Also, uh, since January 28th, uh, 2021, the kalagarba juar Hamza Burana, and many more have been on hunger strike, which means they are on their 15th day, and um, physically they are not in good shape. Uh, what they're demanding is first to release Oromo political prisoners. The second demand is to reopen Oromo political party offices and allow them to operate. The third demand is to allow Oromo political parties to participate in the election. And the fourth and last demand is to end the mistreatment of family when they visit those detained. So we will be addressing this and so many more. We're trying to compile as many inform- as much information as we can. And once we do, we will have it all available to you on our uh, episode regarding this, which will be released on February 18th, which will be Episode 17. So, thank you for your patience and please enjoy episode 16 for now. Uh, It is quite uh, an interesting one and I hope you will enjoy it. Thank you.
2: So, as usual, um, we do always want to hear from you. Um, So, you can call us and leave us a message um, and tell us what you think about our conversation today. Um, Our phone number is plus 1 if you're calling from outside of the US um and then it's 4307550727 um so do give us a call leave us a voice message or text us um and uh we'll we'll feature you on on one of our episodes if uh, what you say is uh captivating enough <laughs> no that no that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound right everything you say is captivating and we love all of your feedback please contact us <laughs> is it, a by the way
0: case. yeah I know by the way there are a couple of people that have sent us voicemails but don't we haven't forgotten about you we just are waiting for an episode where it, it fits in so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any more prank, prank call? no more pranks this time <laughs> but
2: <laughs> we're waiting we're waiting we won't be
0: <laughs> mad if you send us a prank call because it's kind of entertaining <laughs> but anyway
2: yeah, it should we <laughs> really me. be inviting prank calls <laughs> it is fun though it is um but okay so we've uh, we've got uh, a little request from from one of our co-hosts today Jale Katale, to um to have a discussion um, around the path to, to independence, um, because uh, Jal Katale has his its, has its own um, theory on how independence can and, and should be uh, achieved. So, uh, Jal Katale, what, what is it that you'd like to share with us?
3: Well, I see you, you guys are pretty minuscule with this, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, no, this this conversation started with me and Jalmaro. Just, uh, you know, people usually shy away from talking about this independence. Uh, some say that uh, it's not acceptable at this time in the international, when you look into the international context, how the world, especially in the policies regarding the East Africa, the Horn of Africa, uh, there is a big interest from different, different uh Superpowers, uh, so and we need to be very sneaky in how we get there. Uh, honestly speaking, uh, I I mean uh, this is for the public, but anyway, you know uh, you cannot say strategic. <laughs> with strategic. strategic uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Um, well, I I'm from the get-go. Um, my stand never uh, changed on. The Bilisou card for me it will never change. That I can assure anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is we, this, the way we get there and the way we move to um, independence have to be very strategic. Um, when I say this, it's not that I don't want independence as soon as possible. It's just because I'm comparing with the reality that we have and what we are encountering as a society. A society that could not even democratize Ethiopia? How can it just all of a sudden just say, you know, independence and just, you know, um and go get that? This is a real question that we have to ask. There's d- different, you know, um arguments about this. From that, if you look into uh uh book of the Ethiopian the Crossing Road, something like that. I don't really what I remember the book name, but it says something Ethiopian the Crossroad um yeah three three arguments he says that which doesn't mean that i agree with it i'll I'll tell you at the end but he says that uh oromia should oromo people should leave the independence card and just stick to the uh uh, democratizing ethiopia he says that the 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 time is past uh his his argument says that uh, the, the, the world superpowers have changed back in the days when we were fighting as an oil left and, you know, the Shabia, the, uh, EP, uh, the, 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 the TPLF, everybody. So there was, there was a Russia and the Americans that trying to take control of the world and everybody, when you fight somewhere, trying to take a power, you get a, a lot of support. And the geopolitics in the Horn in the of Africa is very bad right now. You cannot, uh, this is back in 2007, 8, I think he wrote this book. So the reality might change a little bit. But the geopolitics now is a little bit different from that time of uh, surrounding Ethiopia. But back then, Mellis really uh, had a um, good relationship with everybody ex- ex- except Epteria. So he says that it's impossible for the Oromo Liberation Army to just come all the way from Eritrea and get to Oromia, and there is no other way. Sudan is locked, uh, Somalia is locked, everywhere is locked. So Oromo should just leave that this idea and just stick to uh, democratizing Ethiopia. Not only democratizing Ethiopia, he just says that we need to leave the armed struggle and just go to uh, democ- uh, you know um, peaceful political participation, elections, and so on. Which I completely disagree. Back in the back in that time, even now it's not working. Mm-hmm. Let alone I mean, that time.
2: We're we're not on video, so people can't see me. So I just need to, you know, make everyone aware that I'm deeply rolling my eyes right now. But yes,
3: please. <laughs> yeah, but worry. anyway. Uh, so <laughs> I was
0: like, wait, what's she about okay, to say? <laughs> ima- ima- imagine
3: imagine uh, uh, <clears throat> uh rolling her. Right. So yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um so another point he had is that even if we are able to uh to uh make it Oromia independent by you know armed struggle, he says that it's impossible to maintain Oromia having the only region that does not uh uh touch Oromia is the Tigrayan and Afar. Everybody else will become an Enemy, the Amaras will come an enemy, uh, you know, all other regions, and Sudan by itself. Uh, so, uh, Somali, and you know, all those, those uh, nation nationalities, uh, Gambela, Benishangul, all this around Oromia, by the way. So, it's impossible to maintain uh, the independence of Oromia having enemy from all the sides. So, this is his, his, his story, his, his arguments of. Oromia cannot be independent. Well, um, I do not agree with the analysis. Uh, back then, I think he wrote this book from I think I call it the "giving up" book of Boleng Cholata, which I, I I respect the guy. Don't get me wrong, but just he just gave do up. You? I think I yeah, I do respect it. Yeah, uh, but um, that doesn't mean that I agree with what he said. Uh, on his book
0: or uh, but mm. um that's
4: another topic yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> that is we could go down the rabbit hole there so we'll just leave it at that
3: <laughs> yeah uh so so they're giving a book meaning like he literally gave up on the independence of aromia i i mean even now their debates has bodima and boleynch or the debate is like we never believed in independent of Oromia. I, mean, I don't know if you see European TV. That's what they say on TV. It, wow. it really is a very shameful wow. thing to to wow. see from those people. Mm. And honestly speaking, integrity, like those things. I, I mean, I I had really high value for those people. And seeing them really coming back to the you know that story like that is very it's, it's very sad. But anyway, so so this is the point that he had. All right. So my thing is this. There are things that I take from what he said. One, uh, armed struggle is good, and the Wabos are doing good now, as you can see. Things have changed back then. You know, there was a lot of little bit of movement with like Gasawagi. There wasn't a lot of armed struggle in Oromia, but now in every corner of uh, Oromia, there is armed struggle. Mm. Uh, and uh, what I would say is that you know, for example, the way. Wabos are training and, you know, um, graduating uh, soldiers are crazy now. The matter of the fact is Wabo couldn't show feasibility right now. We cannot deny that they, you know, they are even in, in Shaggar, right in the corner of Finfine. But they couldn't control a city because they don't have a, a material of how they can defend from the air. Usually when you control like a city, the government will come with plane and all that stuff and destroy you in one in one one round but if you have a material that can just you know protect you from airstrike then you can control a city you can have a base and for a while it's, it's really becoming impossible right now to gain those things but if one more people support this group they, this group can get really really um strong uh but if you say that uh you know they're gonna go to finfinne like very soon with next two three years honestly speaking i mean i don't see that practically uh instead i look into like you know uh, how gorilla welfare works and everything oil left it took them 17 years to even uh liberate uh asosa and najo okay they didn't get to they didn't pass the desa by the time of the the uh, uh transitional government so my theory is this Oromo struggle has should have a phase phase one phase two phase three so what do you need for independence is two options do you have ways to independence is two ways one is be strong have an army throw away the government is it practical right now as we are in right now i'll leave it to you i find it not practical at this point, to be honest, because there is no international force that is supporting the Oromo cause the way it should be, the way, you know, giving them materials and everything. The diaspora is collecting money here and from there and, and giving to this army. And honestly speaking, we need to admire this army of Jal Golicha and Jal Marro for self-reliant army like this has never been existed in the world, to be honest with you. This is not exaggeration. A Gorilla army, you know, becomes even successful in one year but they have external uh, support from different from different side but the wabo ones are do not have any external force supporting them self reliant in just becoming all this this much army is something that we had to admire and the potential is big okay so you know i have a confidence in, the, in, this, in this army uh, but it doesn't make me uh, believe that is in a very short period of 3 4 years five years they're going to control Philippine. it's really hard uh, looking at the geopolitics and how the, the world is moving and for that phase number one, phase number two sh- should be the, on the plate for me. Phase number one is having Wabo as a wing having the uh, a peaceful protest mixed up and pressure the government to leave the Oromia region meaning that you know whether it's a transitional government whether it's a uh, uh, Fair and free election. When I say fair and free election, within this government is impossible. So my my fair and free election for me is that Wobo controlling areas of where election is gonna be conducted in Oromia. And with I mean, it could be with the government force. It don't matter. But Wobo needs to be at the, at the election place because, you know, government are usually known for, you know, stealing the the ballots and everything. So my suggestion is Wobo needs to be in, integrated within the system as it is right now. Disarming is unacceptable. So, have Wabo on the ground and look into the election, let the parties compete, that gives us one. If the election goes wrong, we still have Wabo. If the election goes right, then that means the, 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 the parties of the Oromo, whoever the Oromo people chose will take control of the, the, the Oromia region. So for Oromo people to be liberated, we only need to control for once to just control the Oromia region. Oromia, re, controlling Oromia region will give you a lot of stuff. First, number one, you're going to be self-autonomy, meaning that you're going to have all the medias that uh, regional government has. OBN, all these medias, you're going to control of, uh, all of that. And then we have, you're going to have the security sec- uh, sector on your hand, meaning that the militias, the Oromia police, and everything is going to be under the, under you. Okay? The resources, everything that you know the parliament gives or whatever, the, the yearly budget comes to... The Oromia, meaning that you have a resource, you have a police, you have the media, you are elected by by the people. Then you develop yourself, meaning that you you prepare yourself for the for the independence. You don't have to say it, you don't have to do a lot of stuff. What you got to do is just, you know, train a lot of militias, train a lot of police for, you know, for the sake of safety. Uh, produce a lot of medias within four or five years. A big medias, produce a big medias. Uh, have a strong people, secure your your place uh, produce enough food for for you know uh, worst case scenario, all that stuff. then you have that, and then you go to the, the constitution article thirty nine allows you you go to the parliament and just be like, "You know okay, my people need to independence and uh, here is my proposal so you have a media, you have a police, you have everything it 's much easier no like not you, not a lot of damage. The people will vote. You don't have to get into a lot of chaos. It's a constitutional right, then you go to independence. That's my theory. Phase one is democratizing in the context of involving Wabo into it. All right? Uh, And then after you democratize, there are still homeworks that you have to do. You have to, just you control Oromia doesn't mean that you're ready for independence. You still have to have a media. You still have to control the security section of the police, the, the militias, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of security forces in Oromia, by the way. You have to control that first. And then you have Wabo on top of that. So Wabo can get, you know, you know revolutionized, the, the police and everything. Then you have that, you have trained the people. If in case, like, you know, something bad happened, you have a force ready to defend yourself, to defend your border, to defend from every side of the the uh, the, 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 the region, um, the, you know, Ormia region, the Amaras on the north, everyone. Then you can protect yourself. But just without, okay. You don't have. We don't even have enough ammunition right now. Just, to be honest, right? We're talking independence, right? As of right now, yeah, we have the ambition. Just, yes, but practically, what do we have right now to make that reality? Is the real question everybody should ask. I ask myself that question. I wish tomorrow would happen, but it's not practical. It's not practical to me. So that's that's my theory. In in short, but I'm ready for any challenge. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> can I just get this off my chest first? I know you said you don't agree with it, but I just have to respond to these three arguments from this book, okay? Mm. Number one, this is just my gut reaction, I just have to get it off my chest. (laughs) Wait, wait, the book, by the way, for anyone who's wondering,
2: is called The Ethiopian State at the Crossroads, Decolonization and Democratization or Disintegration. That's the title of the book, book, if anyone's Mm
0: -hmm. interested. Por que no los dos? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so number one is it our job burden responsibility to democratize Ethiopia that's my first mm-hmm. reaction to the first point number two uh, who is to say that that chapter is closed right so okay it's we're past the time the door has closed like according to who because 100 years from now 200 years from now um, what's going to be the difference between 1991 And 2021, yes, it's a long time. Things are different now, but one could argue that at that time it probably, you know, someone could have made the same argument as well then. Um, And then number three uh, about potential for enemies, and my question is like, let's look at the current situation. Like, are there not people that are fighting tooth and nail to subdue the Oromo nation right now? So how is that? um, any, how is that different, I guess. And, um, would this not be an opportunity to create diplomatic relations that are, um, able to stand on their own that, that, those were just my (laughs) gut reactions. Um, and I just, I just had to get that off my chest. So But I'm loving this visual of Wobo not only being the defenders of Oramia, but being the defenders of the ballot box. Like, I was just like... (laughs) yeah,
4: So fitting, though. Right?
3: So So, you cannot... I mean, honestly speaking, I do not see... Okay, this is election stuff, right? Yeah. For me, this is a theory of Wobo. Like, literally, the stand from the beginning when they were were disarming uh, Wobo, that's my stand. This has been my stand for the last two years. I said... You do not have to... Uh, let me tell you this story, guys. I went to Oromia back in 2019 for Osa. Uh, uh, our friend Kulani Jaleta was there also. So there was this dinner that we were invited to, you know, as a Osa board, I guess, I mean, for the Osa organizers by the then Finfinne Mayor Takala All right. So we went to this dinner, uh... You know, there's different seats, I guess, you know, sitting in small room. I think more about 40, 30, 30 people, some 40 people were in there. So, you know, the mayor of the Finfinne is there and everybody, but okay, let's just talk about the, you know, all all these big people or more intellectuals are there and all that stuff. So I was just sitting in this small section of use, I guess, that they asked for us. So, so everybody, you know, was talking in from that table, the young table, somebody should speak. And everybody pointed their, their finger at me to speak. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll speak. And then okay, they like, you to speak. And I raised my hand. And this guy was like trying so many drama, not like, Takala not, Uma, uh, but, you know, there's somebody that, an activist in diaspora that went back home, that a friend, been, became a friend with him. So he was giving a chance. So. Somehow I got up, somehow, he, you know, he, even though he tried to kind of not let me speak because he knew that if I speak, I think I, I would do something wrong because I, my son was clear on the social media too. So, <laughs> so this is what I said. <laughs> this is exactly what I said, word by word. It's good that uh, you guys came to power. Uh, but what I would want to tell you is that now, uh, I don't know if the right word the English word for this is, like, democracy is being impregnated and the father is... Arrow, omn and olf the father
4: okay so the mother is the okay okay the mother is the scandal
3: of the your... ma, the mother the mother is opedio so i told them
4: oh chat. wait wait wait
3: no no, no. i mean obviously <laughs> because oh, okay, okay like, the the democracy what? the hope was given i'm wrapping to the my PDO head around this
0: right now. no no no, no. <laughs> so because like the, the and PP the, the is the godmother, right? no way so, PP is like pre- the evil stepmother who steals the child. But anyway,
3: so okay, I, I was saying that uh, you know the the the, the democracy needs to be born, uh, is given to the opedios to kind of you know do the democratic transition, that everybody will get involved in a political arena. So they're responsible to give a birth to democracy, right? So I said, we don't know whether the 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 child that's going to be born is is deaf or like you know uh, uh or blind. We don't know whether, we, whether we're going to get a healthy kid or not so until this kid, child uh, called democracy is born, we're not going to let Wabo disarm because we don't know because you know this kid along the way cannot have been born the guy did, the, the, the kid did not born right now the democracy is just dead right now right. So, that was my conclusion. So, I told them, when you give us the, the, uh, uh, the right, uh, the, what is it, um, healthy child.
4: What did we, Oromo we, say? Look at the mom and know the daughter? Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. So, say. this is exactly Ooh. what I told Ooh.
3: them. Ooh. Oh, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yep. So,
3: this is exactly what I told them. So, we don't know whether, what kind of child are you going to give us. This democracy that you're saying we don't know whether it's, it's gonna be healthy guy or not. Nah, so we don't born. know. So until then, yeah. we're not gonna give. We're not gonna give away our. Uh, that back then, there was an issue of like you know disarming Wabo and all that stuff. So that was my conclusion. What um, I'm trying to say here is that from the get-go, I did not support the Wabo disarmament. Uh, disintegr- uh, integration into the army, I did not support that. Wabo needs to stay separate, and have a territory that they function in, and they serve their people. OK, the Ethiopian government is not legitimate as long uh, as uh, uh, until they, they get, you know, elected through democratic system is, is, is being placed. So for that, nobody has authority on anybody. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, that's that's my point of the Wabo integrating within the Oromia and making them the, you know, the, the, the forefront of protecting the people and, you know, the election by itself. This is my my conclusion uh, about you know how Wabo should function because you cannot say you know if you know there is an international community pressure on Ethiopia and just say you know they're being pushed to to conduct a, a democratic uh, I mean election you have to come up with your own formula and how this election will work for you so my formula of election is having Wabo in all Oromia protecting the ballots for me mm-hmm. that's that's my my way of okay. uh, Transition to democracy, I guess. <laughs> I hope it works.
2: Okay, that, that's interesting. Um, I feel like you spelled out a, a long winded way of getting to a place where Robo can control airfields and therefore have mm-hmm. protection from um, attacks from the sky. Or have access to um, anti aircraft um, weaponry um, or anti missile weaponry um, to protect from attacks from the sky. And then Oromia will be able to be free. Is that is that essentially what? what
3: no, you're no, saying? literally. I mean, if they get material, I mean, weaponry, proper weaponry, I think WebO is capable of really throwing this government away. But the problem they're dealing with right now. People are going in thousands to to train with Wabo. We know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. The problem is even they're turning them back because they don't have enough weapon. Okay? The thing is, if this was like before 1990, Russia or America would step in and give you whatever you want.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: That's the issue. Right now, there was no external force support in this group. They're really strong. They're self-maintained army group. Yeah. Grassroots, So they're eating from the people. I don't even, I, I even sometimes wonder how they get all of this clothes, their food. I mean, the weaponry that they're getting, they're taking from the government, but exactly, it's small stuff. yeah. yeah it they're getting, capture, like, from, it. yeah, capture and just take, but it's a small yeah. machinery. Very. It doesn't help you for, like, you know, all this airstrike and all that stuff needs a training. For example, back in the days, the TPLF or OLF were going to China, other countries to train for this stuff and come back with the material.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You get what I'm saying? Even if they capture a tank from the government right now, they don't know how to really use it. They burn it and leave it there because they don't even know how to drive to their camp. You get what I'm saying, right? So this needs a training and this needs external for supporting them. That's my point. At this right, right now, there is no one supporting this group is my, my point. So for that matter, we need to way, uh, find a way how they, they can control Oromia uh, uh, that they can, you know, uh, uh, help in transi- tran- uh, uh, transition to democracy, then they go back to their job until they control Oromia and then with the police and everything, then they go back to their job again, or reorganizing themselves, arming themselves. Now they have capital, they have media, they have money. They have uh, exposure to international community because they are a government now, a regional government, not independent. So they can work from there to independence is my point.
0: I think the biggest theme here is the need to secure Oromia, yeah. right? And I think that's, like, whichever way you look at it, that is what needs to be done. Secure Oromia, um, regain control over Oromia, and in doing that, support wobble to get there.
2: Mm. But what I'm thinking is, so if we... Um, you know, you're kind of describing a method um, to, to provide some type of election security in Oromia. Um, and that type of democratization, it's still, it's internal. It's only within Oromia. So it's not really, we're, you know, we're not talking about a wider democratization of Ethiopia. We're still just talking about the democratization of Oromia, which, you know, I agree with, that's where we should be focusing our democratization efforts. Um, but the thing is, Wabo... Can protect the ballots, and uh, oh, you know, be present in certain areas where people can come and um, carry out an election, um, choose their leaders, um, and then you know, results of that election can be announced, etc. But in terms of those election results being recognised, so to speak. By ethiopia that simply won't be the case and it seems as if within this uh you know framework that you have in mind there has to be some level of cooperation and some level mm-hmm. of recognition from the ethiopian state for this to be able to be successful and that is something that will never be the case that's something that will never be a reality because think, if the ethiopian state it wasn't opposed
3: be. i really but think if it the would.
2: ethiopian state wasn't opposed to these kinds of things we would already be in a, we would no already no no, be democratized.
3: no the thing is this this is the thing right now ethiopian government is dealing with a lot of stress from different different angle for example european union like not two three days ago uh, joseph Bur- burr what he said and also you know abiy is is a failed state right now abiy has no recognition it depends on our negotiators it depends on our negotiators if they go when, when they go to negotiate no the mistake has been done once when they try to disarm wabo do you think they, they, they should come up with the same plan again, disarming Wabo? How are they going to conduct election with lagawa? if, if Wabo is not going to say, if Wabo is saying, no, I'm not going to disarm? So they have to work with Wabo to, to conduct a free and fair election. How? Incorporate Wabo within the system.
2: But this is the thing—they're not, you... inter- not interested in conducting a free I mean, and it's, fair They election. don't have to be interested. interested. We in have that. to force them. They would them. rather just bomb Wabo into obliteration than to go along with this plan of, you know, cooperating with Wabo to provide some type of free and fair f- election for Oromia. The bottom line is, as soon as Oromia is able to have free and fair elections within the Ethiopian framework or outside of it, Ethiopia loses control of Oromia. That is what the state of Ethiopia recognizes. The moment the Oromo people are free to choose what they want for themselves, Ethiopian control is lost. Ethiopian access to Oromo capital, to Oromo resources, to Oromo land, whatever it may be, that is lost. And that is why the Ethiopian state will never cooperate with or will never allow any kind of facilitation of a free and fair election in Oromia. Oh. Why are Jawahar and, and, and Bekele and all of these, why are they in prison right now? Okay. They wouldn't yeah. be in prison Ethiopian if this state, wasn't the When you case. say
3: Ethiopian state, honestly speaking, there is no Ethiopian state right now. I, I personally believe it. Okay. Tigray is. Okay, Ethiopia, when you say state, Abi Group is not a state. They're not a state. Don't give them that recognition. That was completely wrong from the beginning. <laughs> no, mean, no, 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 I'm, I'm serious.
2: Ethiopian
0: I mean, state.
3: That's
0: not, that's not a, Like,
3: I would, I would love to personally not recognize. No, it no, no, as no, a state, no, no. You, can, you is, don't have to. Ethiopian state, there is no state in Ethiopia right now. Tigray is not part of Ethiopia anymore. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. Tigray is not part of the state right now. Okay. Oromia, Wallaga, do you think or- 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 Wallaga is a part of the Ethiopia right now? No, it's not. Some uh, Half of it is Wabo, half of it is uh, army, so it's not controlled by anyone. Guji is not. So when you, even Amara region, everybody has, there is no state in Ethiopia right now. There is no central central power in Ethiopia right now. Every Look, the the, the Bilsigna are fighting there. The Oromia Bilsigna and the Amara Bilsigna. So they're not even one. So there is no state in Ethiopia right now. Everybody has, if you come to a table, I think the federalist force have more power, more say than the government itself right now. Tigray will come as an you know, independent entity. They're not part of the state. Oromo should go as, not part, Bilsiginas are not really representing the Oromos. Bilsiginas are Bilsigina by the name itself is Amharic. So, you don't have to give them the, the, you know, the state of the Ethiopia is, I get what you're trying to say, but don't give them that recognition. They, they don't, they, who are they to give I mean, us? I okay, who i to do that. Okay, but who are, the the, is, who are as them? As long
2: as, as long as the, as long as the Ethiopian federal government or state or whatever you want to call them, as long as they have control of the Ethiopian army, uh, of the Ethiopian military, that's, that's what, that's what. Okay, there is no, there is no Ethiopian army to, like, right
3: now. There is no Ethiopian army right now. There is Abi army, okay. If there is Ethiopian army, they would have, con- they would have protected the, the constitution itself. The guys in power breaking the constitutional law, okay. There is no okay. There is no single Tigran in the army right now. They're not Ethiopians. So how can you call this an, uh, uh the army of Ethiopian army? No, it is not Ethiopian army. Tigrayans okay, are so not part of it. Okay, so
2: it's Abdi's army, and he's exactly. a dictator, and he's a dictator. So the outcome is still the same. That doesn't change the actual outcome of the situation. There's a difference between saying there is no state completely, there or there is no complete state control, versus saying that there is no state. There's a difference between the two. So I mean, okay,
3: uh,
0: okay. Like, okay. I think you, like okay, practically, okay. what's actually happening and how it's playing out versus the philosophical aspect of how we want to label it, I mm. guess, we need okay, to kind Okay, of let me tell you something. Apart.
3: The Tigrayan forces right now, as we know, control half of Tigrayans right now. It's not as, as international communities that recognize that, okay? Half of Tigrayan region is controlled by TPLA forces. They call themselves Tigrayan uh, army, whatever it is, okay? Uh, the, the, Amaras, the Amaras and the, the Oromo armies are the two armies in, in, in terms of ethnic city. That they, they're fighting against the, 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 the Tigrans, right? So, Oromo has his own army too, okay? Ogadenians has their own army too. So, there is a lot of armed, armed forces in Ethiopia right now. So, it's really hard to say that there is a, a state, like, honestly, I get what you're trying to say when you say that, oh, yeah, there is, there is no complete state control. But honestly speaking... State control in 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 an armed uh, way is not really doesn't not give them the, the power of just saying that we are in control. Yeah, for example, the TPLF were negotiating with uh, other countries as they they established their own foreign foreign ministry, the Tigrayan regional government created their own foreign foreign ministry while they were under Ethiopia. They're saying that this is not this is not does not represent us, we have our own foreign ministry. So that gives you the in Ethiopia there's two foreign ministries. There's two armies. Even the, the army itself is divided, the TPL left, left I mean they are more uh, uh, they were big in number too, from historical uh, control of the army itself. So I think what right now is that what we should, what we should focus on uh, what me, myself and uh, Jal Ango is debating on is that I personally do not, not only giving them the recognition of, like, you know, the state, the Ethiopian state. No, I d- not only recognizing, they're not even Ethiopian state. Ethiopian state includes Tigray and the Oromo people. It's not included in there, okay? Includes a lot of stuff. So, let's say that there is a group of people controlling the, the palace, okay? They're not in control of Oromia. So having a gun in front of everybody's house and just, you know... Uh, if somebody just says anything killing is not a control
2: that is control so what do you mean like, that is control
4: like, it sounds like disintegration will happen before a free and fair election
2: honestly. exactly exactly that, okay that th- that w-
3: th- that w- that can that can that can i uh, i think bring us together disintegration is another thing but is r- oh, r- really this, that's very now. damaging that's very damaging a lot of people I- will die a lot of uh, people civil are war dying is, now. Though. Yeah, that's I mean, no, si- no, it's going to be extreme. It's going to be civil war. If the, if there is it already
4: no, is, yeah, there's already one occurring, and you know what I mean, or two actually. So yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that, so.
0: Here's my question: like this whole control thing, right? I mean, do you mean like mental control? Like this, the physical control is not going to subdue people mentally at this point because. That's a whole other conversation, but if we're talking about practically, like yes, people are not free; they are being controlled
4: yeah. through
0: the state violence. Um, Oromos don't have control over Oromia. I mean, yeah. yes, we want to support Wabo to get to that point where Oromia is secure. But the reason, mm-hmm. like the reason why we have all these problems, the reason why we're having this conversation is because uh, Oromia is not. In our control, our meaning, in the control of the Oromo nation, so I guess like maybe that I don't know, I feel like we got a little okay um, I, I, you know
3: the point is this for me is like when you know giving them the 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 oh Ethiopian state will not say yes is like literally giving them your authority completely to them. No, R- but what, I'm what, we, what I'm saying uh, what say, is we we some, that some, some, we have some control that is enough to negotiate to bring them to what we want. If we know our direction and our goal, is my point. So we have some control, not only in the military and all that stuff. Even controlling the people's psychology by itself is a control by itself, one. Okay. What people need is the people who are in prison. That by itself is, is, is a negotiating point. And having Wabo operating in different parts of Oromia is... control. We have points to negotiate on. We do not have to give them full control of, oh, they're not going to say yes for this, so how are we going to do? No.
0: It's not we- even about, like, they're not going to say yes, obviously, because they're not going to say yes to Oromia being independent either, so that's why, you know, what we're talking about. But, like, our question is not how are we going to get them to say yes? It's the question of how is it going to be achieved knowing that they are dead set against letting anything like this happen? Exactly. So what is the path? Like, what is the path to having Wubbo controlling uh, an election? Mm-hmm.
3: What? What is what, Precisely. Sorry, the question?
0: What, like, what is the path to having Wubbo controlling an election? It's not about, oh, are okay, they going to this- let it happen, but... Okay, they're not going to let it happen. They're not going to negotiate with us. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is, like, not really a point for negotiation. So, how, like, what's the path to having that occur?
3: Well, I mean, the thing is, if you, if you have this on the table, we have Wabo, we have uh, peaceful parties that are negotiating on this behalf. You can say, this is what we have. This is the way we're going to go. I mean, honestly, the Ethiopian government, like I said earlier, is in a very diplomatically failed every the the american before coming to office uh the uh, foreign affairs uh, uh, was name anthony whatever he, he was Lincoln. talking yeah uh, he was talking about uh tigray and Aromia and abiy administration so uh, european union have hold 106 million dollars on him so all of this is a full, honestly speaking is a negotiating table, the negotiating point for us what i'm just trying to say is at the stage that we are right now the way Wabo is functioning, the way people are supporting the the opposition leaders, it's possible to make this put this into to to reality. That's my 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 point. It's really easy because once already failed to disarm Wabo, right now we're not going to do that. So what are we going to do? So yeah, they're not elected, you're not elected. Let them control this area of the region until the fair and free election is conducted. They're not going to kill anybody. They're not going to fight. You're going to cease fire. Everybody, this is, this is not... By the way, we're not asking the government that. This is, there's going to be third party when you negotiate this. The Western countries will be, will be part of this. So this is the point that we should go with and then we should make it happen. If not, if they're not going to say yes, the Wabo says I'm going to continue fighting because I'm not incorporated in the negotiation. Point number one, when I actually have a force and, you know, operating in Ethiopia, it's, it's not logical to not incorporate them when they're armed, especially if they're not armed, people would, you know, the international community would care less, hey, I'll just move out, move out of the way. But this group, the armed group, so you cannot push them away like that, okay? That's point number one. And also the opposition leaders say, if this army is not incorporated, we're gonna, we're gonna step out of the, the election. We're not gonna be participating in the election. This is a negotiating table. That's that's simple as that. I don't think it's that complicated to make, to make Wabo incorporated into this election.
4: All I have Fine. to say is um, Ormia shall be free. Ormia will be free. Uh, period. Yeah. Point blank if Ormia will be a nation. <laughs> I,
2: mean. I mean, I think my position on uh, what you've been saying, Jal uh, Katale, is this if negotiation with the Ethiopian government was possible, we wouldn't be in the position that we are in right now. Our political leaders wouldn't be in prison. Thousands, tens of thousands of people would not be political prisoners. We wouldn't be getting ravaged by Ethiopian-controlled armed forces across the whole of Oromia. And the idea of negotiating with Abiy is simply not a reality because that would be contingent on The Ethiopian government apparatus, whatever you want to call it, if you don't want to refer to it as a state, that would be contingent on them not being willing to destroy an entire nation. And they are already proving that they are 100% willing to do so and are doing so right now. They're doing it in Oromia, they're doing it in Tigray, they're doing it in other regions too. So this idea of negotiating with Abiy or negotiating with the Ethiopian government to bring about a situation where Oromia can have a free and fair election and take itself in the direction of having more autonomy, take itself in the direction of being self-determined, take itself in the direction of gaining its sovereignty back from Ethiopia that is fundamentally what the Ethiopian state government apparatus etc that is what they are fundamentally against so any type of negotiation when the fundamental grounds of your position are completely in opposition to each other is not going to be successful and we only find ourselves in the place that we are right now because of this very issue If there was the capacity to negotiate with the Ethiopian, there has been 30 years of attempting to democratize Ethiopia, of attempting to democratize the Ethiopian state or the Ethiopian empire. Every single attempt has failed because every single attempt at negotiating that will provide more self-determination for the nations of Ethiopia has been against the foundational purpose of Ethiopia. So... I, when you're setting out this uh, plan of how um, Ethiopia can become a successful sovereign state, um, I don't actually agree with, uh, disagree, sorry. I don't actually disagree with the plan itself. The plan that you've set out is how people or politicians or groups who believe in the sovereignty and independence of Oromia, that is how they envision that kind of process taking place. But what has to be recognized is that is independent of the Ethiopian state or the Ethiopian government. That is without any of their input or without any of their interference. Like it doesn't involve negotiating with them, but it will definitely involve putting up a resistance against their attempt to prevent it from happening. So that, I, that's, that's, that's what my position is on, on what you're saying. I, I, I agree with, with the plan itself. I agree with the layout of the plan. You know, there needs to be uh, elections. There needs to be this process of establishing um, structures and institutions in Oromia. There needs to be a regaining of control um, of, like you say, the Oromia um, regional police and, um, and other uh, institutions um, that are currently under the control of the federal state. And then we can move towards our independence and sovereignty from there. But the bottom line for me is, that's never going to happen through negotiation with the Ethiopian government or with Abiy or whatever entity is in power of, you know, the Ethiopian federal um, structure. Because, like I say, ultimately, it goes against what they want at the core for Ethiopia. Uh,
3: I, uh, okay. I think one, one thing that... Uh, the difference my, between myself and uh, jalango is that i think jalango is undermining the the potential and the 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 achievements of the oromo struggle and and undermining the the resistance of the oromo people for the nego for negotiating using as a negotiating points i think avi is an individual um uh, it's himself is an, a problem I think, I personally believe. Uh and uh have a, a lot of points that can threaten the government itself. So what happens if Abi does not incorporate this Webo stuff uh into the whole process and just fix everything is is gonna be a chaos. But so well, what happens I if he does
0: though? <laughs> that's an automatic well, okay, end to okay, everything that's that they're planning very for good question
3: what he, if he does the, our plan goes through so how does our plan goes through is that uh, the opposition uh and the people will conduct a free and fair election well, 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 will be by standby and then you know the result will come out obviously the automo- if if there is a free and fair election that's a point right there so. Yeah, of course, they're going, really go, they going to be a, uh, an attempt to, to, to not the Oromos win, but it's impossible. Even, I mean, it's, it's quite obvious that, especially if what was incorporated in errors involved in this election uh, vividly, I think it's quite obvious that the Oromos uh, will take control of Oromia. And uh, then, you know, once you have Oromia control, but my, my point is this, less... Try to, it's just a very simple point, by the way. What we're trying to negotiate is we need a free and fair election. Point number one, not everybody agrees, including Abiy. What are we gonna do about this armed group, okay? So we don't wanna fight, we don't wanna destroy, we don't wanna disarm it. So let's incorporate them, integrate them with the whole system that makes the the election peaceful. Negotiate with them, and then that that will make Abiy, I mean, not fight, get involved in any, because if you're thinking about election, you cannot think about fighting with armed groups. So you have somehow, and part of it is, you know, OILF is part of this Wabo. Used to be at least. So there, there needs to be some kind of negotiation happening to fe- to conduct and fair fe- and free election. Without negotiating with 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 Wabo, how are you going to conduct in in Shoa, for example? There is Wabo in Walaga. There is Wabo. All, all four zones, for four So, how are you going to conduct without? without how are you going to conduct election without? But wait, elect-
2: Jal ja, Katale, hold on, hold on, because free and fair elections, you know, as as far as what they state themselves, anyway, free and fair elections took place in Tigray. The TPLF tried to negotiate with Abi and tried to negotiate with PP and say, we want to carry out our regional elections. Don't stand in our way. He refused. They said, okay, we're going to do it anyway. And what happened next? He went in and is literally destroying the entire region there is an ongoing genocide happening in Tigray right now what you're proposing to do is exactly what TPLF and Tigray already did and look how that turned out look how Abi is responding to that what makes you think that Abi is going to respond differently to Oromia attempting the same thing he's he has no problem fighting with Wobble he's fighting Wobble right now and Tigray was actually much better armed than mm-hmm. Oromia
0: yeah you know Going into this whole situation, a lot of people kind of felt like Tigray was secure. Tigray was somewhat untouchable, right? Because they have been building themselves up for the past few decades, and they've had those resources, very well okay. armed. What what um, and it
3: so was to Abi is the question that you have to ask in the return. Okay, of course, Abi. Okay, that that's but, a,
0: that's a, a question on its own, right? Exactly. That's about yeah. like the 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 tug and pull back and forth, but that's not about actually successfully achieving a free and fair election. And I think fundamentally negotiation on paper sounds great. You know, if we could negotiate, that's excellent. The thing is that this is a negotiation between groups that really have no common ground uh, because at this point, Oromo's negotiating with Abiy's regime is literally giving up our our freedom giving up um everything that we're fighting for giving up our human rights because ultimately uh what abi is trying to do is so far to the right that any common ground is still a lack of justice um and so and then when you think about it on the other hand what is their goal for negotiating um when they're pulled from the other side they just keep going further and further to the right um, and so I just, uh, what, you like, know.
3: You know, what, my point is, there, okay, what, okay, all right, if we're talking about election. you tell me how free, fair and free election can take place when there is WABO, point number one. Uh, two, what is the other option that you guys recommend? Just keep fighting with, with the armored group and just look it into what it gets is the other option you have? Or? What is your option? My thing is this. This is the best plan for Abi to exit safely for himself. So, by the way, if he continues fighting, it's going to be—it's already war crime. The guy is going crazy, by the way. That's why he's hiding. And I don't think he needs a lot of mess because he killed the must Muslim, a lot of people. Now, he's really scared because there is a you know, I don't know if, you've saw, if, if you saw European Union. This is a possible, possibly war crime. So the guy doesn't want to go any further, in my opinion, to be honest with you. That's why I, I feel confident that if the, the Oromo group are organized enough to negotiate, if they talk to enough, if they talk to each other enough, they can negotiate this, this is, this is not gonna be a big deal. And also, uh, the situation is different from 1991, honestly speaking in a lot, a lot of ways. Now, in 1991, the OLA controlled only in, 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 the, in the other side and then some part of Hararge, other part of all Shah, including half of Laga, including a was controlled by TPL Major nine eighty percent of Oromia was controlled by TPL peacefully people were not resisting there was no opposition leaders right now from every region of Oromia is protesting they, they don't like Ahmed. okay what was somehow moves around in every region in Bali in, in RC everywhere the numbers might be diff- differing so I think the, the situation is bad and Abi is not as, you know, he's not in control like TPLF was. So comparing the two, I think he, he lost, he lose the ground. And TPLF had support from international community back then because they were newcomers.
2: Okay, but the way the way that we need to capitalize on Abid losing control is not by attempting to negotiate with him. The way that we need to capitalize on him losing control is by strengthening Wobo as much as we possibly can so that Wobo are able to secure Oromia's borders. And I'm not saying this because I, uh, you know, unimaginatively and, um, and, you know, sort of defeatedly believe that... Um, every neighbor of Oromia is going to automatically end up being our, our enemies, uh, like Mr. Uh, Lenjolata apparently, apparently seems to believe. Um, but this is just to be able to prevent the, prevent the ability of any sort of armed forces who would be trying to enter from the borders um, from being able to do so. Once we've been able to secure our borders, we can then think about trying to carry out an election within Oromia and trying to figure out our own democratization process. And we need to keep strengthening Wobo so that can, they can keep trying to maintain a level of security in Oromia. And in that democratization process, also work with regaining control of the institutions that are within Oromia that used to be under federal control. That's how we can start making movements in that direction. But try, but investing time, effort, whatever else it may be, investing any of our energy in trying to negotiate with Abiy is a dead end
4: i agree that elections would be the way we preserve the most lives and the way that we make sure that all voices are properly um accounted for and heard but also like how many times are we going to keep playing the same story we've tried to negotiate with literally every single regime in ethiopia since exactly. it exactly. <laughs> and it's never worked for us in any way it has never worked for us and I think even, like, Abby being in power was the negotiation for Oralos. Him mm-hmm. rising was, like, our compromise. Mm-hmm. And he tricked us and he fooled us again. Like, it keeps happening to us that we think we can go the negotiation route, or we think we can go the route of least resistance, and it always backfires on us. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I honestly don't think that, I don't think Abby has doing anything with Abby, negotiating with Abby has any value for us. I will say I don't know like what's the workaround to get to, to like a, a fair election. I don't know what the workaround would be, but I do agree that Wobo needs to be supported and um, that's, that's 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 no question. Yeah. yeah. I think about
3: yeah. Wobo being supported is no question. I think every Oromo has responsibility of supporting Wobo, especially at this time. Yes. Honestly mm-hmm. speaking, is mm-hmm. impressive what they're doing. Honestly I mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. to believe I mean, I get videos. You know, I talk to people in in the ground fighting,
4: mm.
3: and these guys are amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, like literally amazing. Um, and it's, especially when you think about this is self-reliant. You know, they say we thank Abi Ahmed for sending his troop to us so that they can <laughs> give us their weapons. <laughs> i love that's it, it. when they <laughs> say that there's, there's, they, they simply say that they said I, I don't know if you they, they thank him please send them mm-hmm. away send, send, send mm-hmm. them to us send them to us we will really appreciate if you send them so that's not the way they're arming themselves so mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. The so maybe way. the
4: question should be how do we leverage their like they're already strategic they know ormia and the land better than any of us Mm. So, how do we mm. leverage this knowledge that they have as opposed mm. to like bringing anybody else onto the table? How do we leverage this knowledge and honestly, like they're geniuses, how do we leverage their ingenuity mm. um to free it, though, Romero, so mm. Mm. I mean just this... I think
2: we have common ground yes. yeah, um, yeah, we do sorry. I think yeah, yeah we have common
3: ground, <laughs> we which do, is supporting and, and
2: securing auto so it's the
3: way is the way is how we get there it's how always well, usually yeah right <laughs> that's. How that's the crux of our problem. Some some, <laughs> some, some people fall out that's along true. the way, and some 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 people fall out with Ethiopianism and just be like, you know, they, that's a sign of giving up. It's literally yeah, yeah. the moment it, people Facts. say, uh, you know, mm. uh, Ethiopia is the only way. Now, that's the moment that you know that they're tired and they give up. They need to get <laughs> out
4: of
0: their, the struggle. Literally, <laughs> it's you like don't saying really, don't
4: need to go. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't need to. No,
0: I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> we always like every episode we threaten it like mm, we're gonna name drop soon. Sometimes, sometimes they're
3: helpful. Sometimes they're helpful. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. gosh. But I also just wanna say I am not undermining the kapso or you know what the oromo people have achieved whatsoever I feel actually that it is a symbol of my recognition and my faith and my belief and my admiration of how far the struggle has come that I believe that we can do this without somehow feeling that we need to um, involve the Ethiopian state, the Ethiopian government, whatever it may be, Abi, etc. That that is my faith and my belief in our power, like our level of empowerment, mm-hmm. um, and where Akapso has got to at this point. Um mm-hmm. so, you know, I would I would rebut against your um your you know comment that I'm undermining. I don't I don't think that's what <laughs> I'm doing at all. I think I'm uplifting and I think I'm having full faith in what we can achieve for ourselves on our own terms. That's the bottom line for me, that it has to be on our own terms. And it will not be on our own terms when we attempt to negotiate with an entity with which we have zero common ground in terms of the outcome that we want to achieve for ourselves. And um, I'm going to stop there.
0: I think, I think, I think. I Let's,
2: get bet the point. Let's
0: bet on ourselves. Let's bet on each um, Jal Yeah. Thank you for bringing up this topic, though. I feel like you brought the heat today. We <laughs> did. We <you> did. <laughs> I, this was a very interesting this uh, is discussion.
4: Allotation. Yeah. It's a mild conversation for Jalap. It is. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like you can, mild, you can get though. deeper. Yeah, can deeper.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we will <laughs> another time off the air. Bring me back.
3: <laughs> yes. Honestly, I, I, I want to hear. I think you guys, you guys should bring Jalap on this conversation just ask him questions oh god
2: hey, well, that you know Would that
0: would be such a dream that would be amazing. oh my god i yeah, you yeah. know i really want to hear he's, he's, too he's what he's our listeners he's, he's, yeah, yeah. now he's brilliant yeah. he's brilliant, he's brilliant. Uh, that would that would be a wow. dream come true jal golich as well. yeah, yeah.
4: jal Golucha
3: yeah. Yeah. is also we very Jal-Golucha very Jal-Golucha we'll interview jalawar gajjal gajjal on the Jal-Golucha on january 1st um they are doing amazing. You know the picture mm-hmm. that you were seeing all this—the uh, Webo graduation is Jalgorichas Camp uh, mm-hmm. in Gorana. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
4: It's, it's quite interesting. Nice. He graduated more than a thousand people. So. Yes! Wow! It's it's, it's like really inspiring.
2: They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Ketale, if you can make that place place happen place. for us, then please yeah. do. Make it I said, if you can make it happen for us, then <laughs> please uh, do. We'll see. We'll see.
3: Seriously. We'll see.
2: <laughs> Oh, we you will know, hold you to that.
3: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I'm not sure about Delmaro, but I, 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 I think we can do Dalmaro. Mm-hmm. Okay. So That would
0: be fire. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like I think that my main takeaway from this conversation is that we have a lot of common ground. As we said earlier, um, I think mm-hmm. we need to support Webbo and yeah. our goal should be securing Oromia, And I think that's fundamental, like regardless of the theory of, of how we're going to do it, I think that we need to remind ourselves that that is the goal. Um, but I'm very curious to hear what our listeners um, thought of this debate, impromptu debate. <laughs> I wasn't sure how deep we were going to get into it, but uh, we, we went pretty far into it. It was good. Um, I was saying.
4: It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, very
0: good. So let us know what you thought of this conversation. Um, you can... Give us a call on our hotline four three zero seven five five zero seven two seven, or send us a text at that number. You can also DM us on Instagram at Team Free Oromia, Twitter at the same, or um, you know send us a message on our Facebook page Team Free Oromia. Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts.
3: That was very interesting. Thank you very much. Yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoyed this conversation. I mean, usually on solo, we don't debate. We usually ask questions and listen. Uh-huh. Is That's quite true. A bit That's very true. So, I know. I think this is nice. nice.
0: <laughs> I know. It was our own and fault actually, for anyway, trying to tack this on to a full other was, episode. So <laughs> now here we are like 22 hours later. But we're going to have to delve in is,
3: uh, me, is myself and Jal
4: Ango, uh, fighting, you guys are trying but it was good to listen to though cuz you guys are, like bringing up important points from each side so mm-hmm. it was Yeah. Good for to sure.
0: To. for mm-hmm. sure. Um yeah, I know a lot of people have been asking us to start um kind of like more of a debate type of uh series so this is our first dip in the water that would bring a
3: lot of audience trust me people live controversy like literally (laughs) that that, that, that. That (laughs) will bring a lot of audience you guys will take over (laughs)
0: this (laughs) is our first dip into the water with a friendly debate with uh Mm -hmm. you know a good friend of of the show, and Jal Katale, Jal Hawine, we can't wait to have both of you back um in the mm-hmm. future. Okay. Thank you, right. Jal Katale. Thank you, Jal Um We'll have you back again soon.
2: Jal Katale, come through. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what you promised Any, us. Anytime come I get
3: invitation, through. I'm here. <laughs>
2: Love, it. Uh, what, Love oh, it. And on your promise too. Remember what you promised. Come oh, through yeah, on your promise yeah, yeah. as We're well. That, don't
0: worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, we'll see Thanks. you back here next week. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, yes. Yeah.
2: Thank you to our dear Thank listeners. You guys. Love the All podcast. Right. Keep it up. We'll Thank try. you. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Bye. All right. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.
3: Telling them how they make you so или� about your styles orバンド. Thudet has also come down, they're still amazing, having our own Down is our own